All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. What is up, guys? Hello, 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 and happy Wednesday. It is the first, I was going to say the first Wednesday of June. It's not. It is the last Wednesday of May. What's up? It's According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis. We are live in the Atlanta studio, Real 1100 AM studios. What is going on, everybody? Instagram, what's up? Y'all are live today. Facebook, we got two Facebooks and a YouTube going. What's going on, guys? How are you? And listen, if you are not in Atlanta or on Facebook or Instagram, if you're on iHeart, you can catch us on the iHeart app live right now. And let's just say you're so busy, there's no way you can get on anything at all. Team Replay is always in full effect. You can search back, come back on Monday, according to Michelle Podcast, and you can find us on literally every single podcast platform known to man. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. It actually is it's a pretty big deal. I mean, you know, I hear it's a big deal. I don't know. We had a great show today. I'm excited. We've got Jay Lita. Covard on the show today. She's an entrepreneur and she's got some huge things happening in the world of business. Can't wait to tell you guys about her. We got Sisla Shenanigans brought to us by Cook Cola Bottling Company at five o'clock. We got Ask Michelle at 530. And I'm feeling frisky today. I might open the phone lines up and you can call in 404-603-8770 even before it's time for Ask Michelle. So we want to be like, you know, You want to talk, you're so enthralled by the conversation, and you're like, I want to talk to her, and I can't wait till 530. I want to do it now. And so I'm going to put the phone number in the comments, 404-603-8770. All right, guys, it is a beautiful day in Atlanta. I don't know where you guys are calling in from or where you're tuning in from, but if you're from anywhere else, like I said, if you're live, make sure you drop me something in the comments. Say your name. Say where you're from. Say where you're living right now so I can make sure I give everybody a shout out for you guys. Okay, Unless listen. you're a Boston fan. Not oh. doing that. You no. know what? Okay, let's, let, let, let's just talk a little bit about this series that's happening. That fan base is so terrible. I'm so happy they got everything deserved. This is for you, Boston. Bye. Okay, so wait a minute. L.A. was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Boston. And I'm telling you. People thought Boston was going to take it. No one. I don't know why they were thinking that. No. People thought Boston was going to take it. But however, but however, Denver is like the fart at night that nobody hears except the person sleeping next to you. See what I did there? No, that that just proves how disrespected they've been this whole season. (laughs) That, oh my gosh. The poor nuggets. It's like the very silent fart. That's what Denver is. But let me tell you something. Denver is going to take this thing. I'm putting all my bets on Denver. I'm not a betting woman. But if I were, I'm Denver. Heat and six. What? Oh, wow. What? No. (laughs) No way. No, it's Denver. 
Maybe even Heat and Seven, but definitely Heat and Seven. I think it's Denver. And I'm taking all wagers. Okay. Uh, Instagram's going crazy. Shout me out. Okay. All right. So food. Yes. What's up, the Forever Ology? How are you? Jack for real. What's up, Jack for real? I know where you're from. You are from, hold on, let me just think. New York. It's in New York City. I feel like that's where Jack for real is from. What's up, Jack for real? Grant Williams. The underdog always comes alive. The Foreverology. Is that what Grant Will? Wait, Grant Williams? That's what she's put in here. Hashtag Grant Williams. Nah, sit down. Nah, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> if Grant Williams was him, he would have won the series and they'd be playing in the finals. No. I'm just saying, I want to know who y'all got. And I listen, I got Starbucks gift cards for that, for this. First of all, I'm taking bets. I'm not going to bet because betting isn't my thing unless I'm in Vegas on the blackjack table. So maybe it is my thing, but it's not my thing right now. Okay. But I'm gonna bet. I want to bet a dollar. Yes, that's what I said. She said. <laughs> she said what she said. She said what she said. Oh, I didn't realize I, Grant Williams was a two-time had, MVP. She said hashtag Grant Williams. That's what she said. Nah, man. Nah. Chris Pike said we're busy. Oh, too busy doing what? Christopher Pike. I'm giving Chris Pike a shout out. Owner and founder of Urban Pulse takes a full five, dude. She said it takes a full five. My yeah, followers are giving, My it, followers want the smoke today. No, well, you know what's funny? My followers These guys were undrafted. Today. Grant Williams was drafted by the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum was drafted by the Boston Celtics. Jalen Brown was drafted by the Boston Celtics. The team that y'all lost to eight of the players, okay? All eight players that played for the Miami Heat last night, five of them were undrafted players. I want you to let that sink in. Let that ruminate. So if y'all, if, if who you love so much is gods, I mean, just, they just got on. walked on by pretty much some big underdogs. She says, so, Anne, we're having a full out. No, they're just mad. We're having a full out conversation between one of my followers. Your like, last yeah. championship was Larry Man. Bird and some Chucks. Don't <laughs> at me, okay? Listen, the Foreverology said, meet me on the court. What time will we play? She said, not on the not on the playground, on the court. She wants all the smoke. She wants all the smoke, Jarrell. You got nothing for her? You gonna leave her hanging? Good. Oh, no. It's fine. Miami's gonna win. It's it's okay. <laughs> I'm taking Denver. We'll see you next year. I say Denver. She says seven fifteen. That's good. As soon as the show is done. <laughs> okay, I'm taking Denver, but we're gonna follow this. Tomorrow wait, tonight is tonight the first game? Uh tomorrow night. It's tonight. Oh yeah, Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I wanna know whoever the first person to tell me who they think is gonna win. And if you're right, I'm sending out Starbucks gift cards. I don't know how much the gift card will be for yet. It'll be at least twenty dollars. That's enough to get two coffees, right? Oh wow! What? I feel like I mean that's not good. That's twenty dollars worth more coffee than you had. Yeah, but inflation. You know what I mean? Okay, like, all right. Twenty dollar gift card to whoever. The Heat. Okay, the Foreverology says the Heat. I'm just playing, Michelle. Whatever. It's good. It's good. I, it's good. I can't take the disrespect. <laughs> it today. is good. I'm so sorry, ma'am. I can't take the. Di and he said, ma'am. <laughs> okay, okay, yes. He Michelle. followed it up with, ma'am. Oh, it's good. Do Thank I look you. old enough to be a ma'am? Be honest, do I? I'm sorry. I'm just being showing respect. This is level of respect. I know you're not old enough, but you look well. But I'm just a level of respect. I'm, I was raised like that, so excuse me. I'm sorry. Thank you. Southern I'll take hospitality. it. Southern like hospitality. It. I'll take all of it. Yes, okay, so the thank forever. You. Thank you. The foreverology says the heat. All right, so if you win, I'm going to send you a $20 Starbucks gift card. Anybody got the nuggets? I got the nuggets. Anybody else? 1100 AM listeners, Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, 
Anybody else? Anybody? Nobody wants the Nuggets. I'm taking the Nuggets. I'm taking the Nuggets. Now, Denver probably, this is awesome for them. I think it's their first time ever getting to this point in their franchise history. So it's pretty cool to see on that end. But on the flip side, you know, I don't want to see Miami lose again. Listen, Miami's going to be tired. They, and, and, you don't think and, they've been tired and, this whole time? And, and, the and, AC. And, yeah, I know, but now they're really tired. And, and Denver is coming in hot. Denver's coming in hot. They're ready. So I'm just saying, whoever's got Denver, let me know. I got $20 worth of Starbucks gift cards going either way. All right, real quick before we go to break, I do want to just touch on something really quickly because I go back and forth with this, with Uber, and they are going to dig deep. Um, okay, so the story, so if you're not in Atlanta, let me just give you guys the landscape really quick, quickly. There was a new story that came out yesterday, I believe it was yesterday morning, about a woman who was found in a Cadillac Escalade. The, the, the car was bulleted up and she was found dead. And we didn't know, they didn't know who she was or what it was or, or what happened. But this woman was found dead in the back of an SUV in the middle of a pretty well-known area in Atlanta. We have now found out that... That she's an influencer and the Uber driver they specifically were shooting at her, so don't know all the details, but it's extremely sad, and she was young. So, I mean, it's just like, I, I, this, I don't know what to say about the world in which we live. I mean, and we don't know, like, we have no idea what, you know, I mean, what, what she was involved in, what she wasn't, who, I mean, like, we don't have any details. But we know that this one, I think she's younger than 30, right? She's not even 30, is she? I'm not sure, but she oh. looked very young. Uh, 31. 31. Oh. Yeah, so right there. 31. And then, in addition oh. to that, Mays High School, the young girl who were, was killed there. Oh, I didn't Harvard. hear about that. What? Oh, you mean over Memorial Day weekend? Yes. And you know what? And So let's double-click on that. How about all of the deaths that happened over Memorial Day weekend in Chicago, here in Atlanta, like every, uh, so many major cities, like people got shot up over Memorial Day weekend. Like, <laughs> yes, it is an awe. But I mean, can, can somebody please help me? Like, I can't, I don't want to get desynthesized to this type of violence and just nonsensical stuff. That happened, I mean, it's like, it's over and over and over and over again. I remember, do you remember when the shooting happened back in, it was like the first major school shooting. What was that? What was the? Um, oh, Columbine. Columbine. And it shook the nation, right? And it was like, and now we have school shootings. Like, I mean, it's like, they're in colleges, they're in elementary school, they're all over. But this, vi I mean, it's like, I have, I, don't, I'm, I have no words for it. I know, it's just happening too often. Um, they are not even able to find the shooter, and it's just sad for the families, especially children. It's just especially children. It's extremely sad. We had um, a woman on Sheila Michelle, remember, uh, a few weeks back, yeah. and her son was killed to gun violence. I mean, it's just, and the thing about it is, it's like, I mean, everybody. I mean, you know, I don't. I hate to use the term innocent people, but a lot of times it's in, there's innocent bystanders right i mean there's kids that are caught in crossfire and i i don't know i don't have the answer i'm just wondering like if anybody has thoughts on 
on what we do. Like, are we so far in? I'm telling you, if I were God, which I'm not, I would know his ark this place. I know he said, I oh, you weren't gonna do it again, but <laughs> if I were God, I'd be like, No, I'm 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 I gotta start over. I'm sorry. It's just too much. Nice. And it's sad, it's just a mind shift change. Before back in the day, um I'm fifty three by the way, but You look great. Thank you. Fantastic. Back, Fantastic. back in the day when people disagreed, they used to fight. Yeah. So now it's not even up for discussion. They don't even fight. It's no battle. They just immediately shoot. And sometimes you don't even know the issue, the circumstances, and you might be sadly mistaken. And then you have major regrets when you don't even know the totality of and the severity of what you're actually doing. And right. Children are shooting children. Right. At the end of the day, children are having children. That's right. And not raising well raising them as a child a child raising another child and not giving them the tools to be pr productive in the right. society so That's it right. takes us to um to volunteer and get back in the in the community and assist people that have even single moms or single dads that just don't have have that void or just someone just actually that needs love and the thing about it is and i know we got to go to break but it's like in order for us to see a change We'd have to change right now, and then it's it's 40, 50 years before any of that. You know what I mean? So likely, exactly. if it's if we're going to be able to right the ship, in our life, we'll never we won't know if it's if it's been rectified or not. You know what I mean? We won't know. So, I my heart goes out to the families and to I mean, I, I, it's just it's crazy. In Atlanta, I don't know about everywhere else. I can't speak for everybody else, but I can tell y'all in Atlanta. It's the wild, wild west out here. Like, it literally is like every man, every man for himself. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, it started with the malls. Like, nobody's shooting up Lenox Mall anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but no one wants to go to Lenox Mall anymore. Yeah, it's it give and take. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I don't know. A couple uh, comments here. Somebody put dot, dot, dot in the comments. So, psh, we know what that means. Uh, Regina Deloach. Hey, what's going on? Says, it, it breaks my heart. To see so much violence. I know. It's, it's crazy. Devastating. Yeah, it's literally bad. Somebody says exactly. Back in the day, now people are cowards. Yeah. I feel you, Michelle. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, we got to take a break. We, okay, forget about all the sad stuff, though. I've got inspiration for you. If you're an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur at heart, want to become an entrepreneur, um, need some inspiration, breast cancer survivor, somebody in your family with breast cancer. Like, we're talking about all the things today. Nonprofits, community. But basically, it always boils down to on this show, inspiration, empowerment, motivation, action, execution. These are the people that end up on the According to Michelle radio show every week. And that's who's in here right now. So when we come back from this break, we're going to dive in and learn more about Just Jay and her line of clothes and sleepwear. And pretty soon she's going to bathe in suits. I'm going to be her model for that. Don't go anywhere. More According to Michelle when we come back. Hey guys, Michelle Taylor Willis here. And I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. <laughs> Raising Significance, an MTW guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids. 
kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Get your copy today. Michelle. All right, guys, welcome back to the According to Michelle show right here on Real 1100 AM in Midtown Atlanta. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. You can follow me at just about everything at Michelle Taylor Willis. And uh, just want to say thanks to everybody that's tuning in live. If you're taking me home with you right now, don't tell my husband. <laughs> just joking. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, that means you're on the audio. Everybody's like, oh, my gosh, here she goes. You thought you were going to get past me today? No way. Just saying. If you're on your drive home and you're listening and you're being entertained, hopefully, by us, then welcome. If it's your first time, we are here to inspire, empower, motivate everybody we have on any of the According to Michelle platforms, TV or radio, uh, whatever it is, we want to inspire you. And it's not like the inspiration, like, uh, you know, you feel good for a moment and then you go back to doing whatever you were doing that was basic. It's like... You're empowered to action. Like when you listen to one of our guests, you leave thinking, I'm ready to do something different. And here it is. And here's the thing. It doesn't have to be like 15 different things. It could be one thing. All you need to do is one thing different. Did you know if you got 1% better every day for a year, you would be 365% better than you were 365 days ago. Did you ever think about life like that? To look at it. it is, it's incremental change, my friends. Nothing happens overnight. Nothing happens overnight. 1% better every day. That's all you got to focus on. It's one thing at a time. Pick one thing. Our guest today is going to say one thing that should inspire you to action. If you're not acting on it, like dreams are great, hopes are great, faith is great, but it has to be partnered with action and execution. If you're not going to do any of that, then just keep doing what you're doing. We don't want any of that over here at According to Michelle. If you miss us every Wednesday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., all you got to do is jump on Team Replay. Search According to Michelle podcast. Every Monday, there's a new podcast that uploads from the previous week's live radio broadcast. So there's no excuse not to have a little bit of the empty doves in your life. When we went to break, we were just talking a little bit about, uh, you know, the gun violence and all this crap, for lack of a better word, that's, 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 that's happening specifically here in Atlanta. And I just wanted to drop one more comment um, from Carol Mangum, who happens to be my line sister, Skiwi. Um, she says I agree with Lucky Lucky left a comment it starts with self Yeah, she says I agree with Lucky we have to start seeing the value of ourselves first we have to overcome and honestly stop using the excuses of the over 400 years and counting oppression and poisoning our minds we have to shift our own mindsets starting with ourselves then we can impact on a larger scale 
in our communities. Until that happens, it will still be a sad state as far as us inflicting violence on each other. Woo! That's, That's a deep. whole show in itself. Exactly. She said, pardon my, pardon my French, I'm from the earth. <laughs> That's all right. We'll take the earth. We will take the earth. Okay. Speaking of that, we're going to be talking about mental health today because our guest is a mental health advocate. And today is the last day of Mental Health Awareness Month. But that does not mean we forget about the focus on mental health. It just means the month is over. That's it. This just means the month is over. But we still have to focus on ourselves, which I love, and our mental health, right? We got to do that. And that's one of the things that our guest does. But let me tell you just a little bit about what else about she does, about what she does. <laughs> I'm all like stuck on Carol's comment. I'm like, God, oh, that's actually pretty good. Got to have you on the show, Carol. That's what she's doing. She's vying for a position on the show. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right. She's an entrepreneur. She's a philanthropist. She's a founder. She's an activist. She's all these things, but she's really an empower. She's got her own line of sportswear called Just J Wear. She's got sleepwear. Pretty soon, I said this on break, she's going to have uh, 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 underwear. Not underwear. <laughs> See what I did there? Underwear because all the other wears. Swimwear. Can I be your swim model? I've been working really hard all winter You're on my summer good. body. I've been seeing you in the Can gym you tell? on Instagram. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, whenever she comes out with that, we're going to do it. She's got her own nonprofit. She's been interviewed countless times. Golf is her thing. Tennis is her thing. She does all kinds of things. She's a breast cancer survivor um, activist. She is an empower, and she's doing it. She's doing it. She's not talking about it. She's not thinking about it. She's not dreaming about it. She is doing it. You know what that means? You can too. Welcome, Thank Just you. Jay, to the According to Michelle Radio Show on Real Thank 1100. You. AM with none other than Michelle Taylor Willis. How are you? I am doing amazing. Yes. Thank you for affording me the opportunity to come on. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you here. So first and foremost, at some point during the show, we've got to play Set It Off. Of course. I mean, because she's an AKA. Of course. And she's in here. She got her green on. I don't see any pearls. She got on diamonds today. That's all right. We'll take the diamonds. But uh, but she's an AKA. So welcome. Thank welcome you. to the house of Michelle. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Yeah. And you mentioned all those wonderful things. And I just want to say is that people, what they don't know is that I work a full-time job. I'm a program manager in cybersecurity. So oh my what I tell people is that that is my investor for my fitness apparel line. So you have to really focus on time management to follow your passion. Okay. So I, I want to, okay, we're going to dive in. I want to double click on that because... What a lot of people want to do and try to do um, is leave corporate and go into a business, right? And go into their own business. I'm sick of the man. I'm sick of working nine to five. I'm giving him all my money. I'm making the money, making him millions of dollars. I'm making a dollar a day, right? And so we're like, we don't want to do that anymore. And we just throw in the towel and quit. And there was really, if we do it right, and I'm not saying it has to be this way all the time, but if we do it right, there could be such a strategic and beautiful transition from corporate into your own company. But it, it doesn't have to happen before you're ready, really, mentally and financially. Correct. Right? Like you said, you're, you got your own investor. 
your your corporate job is your investor in your entrepreneurial enterprise, which I'm guessing at some point will pull you out of that corporate environment, exactly. right? It has to make sense. If I'm not making at least three times the amount of my salary, I'm not walking away because I have a 401k, I have excellent benefits. So it has to make sense. So cybersecurity, this is a, this keeps coming up. One of my um, our 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 CEO for the for our company is actually his background is cybersecurity, and I was talking to a cybersecurity expert earlier today, and then somebody else in cybersecurity hit me up. So cybersecurity keeps invading my space. I don't know what that means, but what I do, I have learned. Believe it or not, I love to talk. Obviously, I talk a lot, but I listen more. And for some reason, cybersecurity keeps jumping into my my ether, my atmosphere. I don't know what that means yet, but maybe we'll figure it out while you're here. So let's talk a little bit about your corporate job, cybersecurity. How did you, first of all, if I had to guess, it's got to be less than 1% of black women in cybersecurity, right? It's very slim. I'm the only black woman on my team. I'm not only minority, but it's not many women. The net is that when I first started at this uh I want to say the company name. When I first started at the company, I was a di- I was a dispatcher, and I was just getting the. I was actually talking to teachers who had software issues um, in the classroom. So I would okay. just say, "One moment, please transfer the call over to the technical uh, support team." They said, "I can teach you everything we know." They showed me hardware and software, and from there, I they stayed over late to actually assist me. From there. Um, I was afforded the opportunity to be an, in technical support. And as over the years, just challenging myself, learning things new, taking technical classes. And then I just stretched myself. And I'm, I'm more so in account, account management. I didn't know anything about cybersecurity. Took a couple of classes online through the company I was working with. And they gave me the opportunity. From there, moved up and moved to another opportunity. So I stayed in cybersecurity. The goal is to be find out where the trend is. Is, and that's where you want to be. You want to be marketable. I am. I can go anywhere that I want, but I'm comfortable. I know the space that I'm in. I know what I can actually do on the job, and I do it well. Mm. I give my 100%. So you didn't start thinking this is where I'm going to end up. No. You just kind of. My major is in management. I have an MBA. So, no, I was not technical at all. And the job that I currently have now, I'm the liaison. I'm the glue that puts the sales team together, the engineers, the architect, to resolve the cybersecurity issues. So I'm responsible for multi-million dollar deals and clients that I actually have to protect their environment. You wouldn't even think that even your garage opener is cybersecurity involved in that. So, okay, let's let's break it down for a second. What exactly is, like, to to the layest person... Not the lamest person, because they're probably out there somewhere. But to the to the layest person, what is cybersecurity? It's basically it's an overall layer of protection for you to be recognized. That's why you have uh, MFA, multi-factor authentication. That's why it changed now. So, for example, um, on your phone, you try to log in to your account. So then the bank will come back and say, will ask you, they're going to text your number because they need to verify that it's you. Before, we used to just log into our account without having that second layer of protection. So then they'll verify that's you by one. You've already logged in with that device, so they know that particular IP address. Yes, that's her, but guess what? Somebody somebody might have her phone, but uh, of course they hope that you do have your phone, and then you have to text the number. 
So it's two layers to actually protect yourself because it's so many components as in cybersecurity. Like I said, even your garage opener, somebody could ping, keep pinging that um, IP address for your garage opener. Of course, it's technology involved and they can open up your garage. You and you're not they're in a whole nother city, state, country, you know. So garage opening companies, um, no names, said they have they have to have cybersecurity to protect you from them tapping into their system. I think a couple years ago, uh, the whole um, electrical system in Texas went down. Guess what? Somebody tapped into their system and they they weren't protected. So. The company I work for, we protect them. We realize when there's threats. So when there's threats and we use tools to verify as threats, so then we go out to the customer, is this you or who is this? Validate this information so we go ahead and block it. So how do you, okay, a couple questions. Because sure. I'm always intrigued by this topic. I, it just seems like it would be so tough to like, ha like the hacking into a, a garage door open. I mean, like how... It's, it's it, it not, seems like it would be so It's not one specific garage. Once they get into the system of a company, or even they, can open up the all the, they can open up all the garages at the same time in various different states. So how do you? How does somebody sit around thinking, I mean, is it is it most of the time, Hackers. is it just for fun? Like they're just, it seems like sometimes these people are just having fun with this, right? Is that just a, a thing? Or if I mean, is if, it really, really... Devious and it's demented. real. It's real because if they're not offering, they may want they want may want money. They may want ransom. It just all depends on who it is. It's this hackers that specifically designed to go in different systems and and hack banks. Um, you know the various hikes. They are specifically working on. That's why they now they ask you if you notice. Before your password, they ask for your password. They tell you your password is too simple because right. they have applications or automation that they can just keep keep going and going. In two days, they can figure out your password. So that's why you have, try to have to have your password complex or you'll be compromised. So I think you just recently, um, well, someone just recently said they were just compromised with their credit card. And it's something... I don't know if it was a password or something to the degree that somebody was able to access that and and get into that particular card and for that company to think that it was you. And they have multi-factor authentication and they contacted that particular individual to validate if that was you. If either it's by cell phone, which you left, or by email. So if you have the, I mean... You should always have multi-factor right, authentication, exactly. right? Exactly. But remember, before we didn't. Right. The whole government, the government was actually compromised. A part of the government was compromised because they didn't have it because the old system. So that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, so let me ask you a question though. Is it possible that you know, if you can answer this, answer it? But I'm just wondering, is it possible that sometimes systems or 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 governments are behind the hacking, you know, like... I can't speak to that. Okay. But I mean, <laughs> I was like, bro, why are you asking her an impossible question? All it right, FBI, possible. come on in. Come on in, y'all. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. I'm just I saying hope because, not. I mean, but. but you know, like, I think we're just getting to a, a space where they're, they're like, the possibilities for anything are just endless. And, like, you don't know who's behind what. It depends. Sometimes you do. And then sometimes you have disgruntled employees. Sometimes you do. 
and sometimes you don't. But it made people always leave a trail. Whether people want to believe uh, or not, you always leave a trail. So there's always a trail. So it basically, like for even where I work, if someone's trying to, let's say, tap into your system, they keep pinging it. We know where it's coming from. It's coming from, they can go as far as deep, as far as it's coming from this particular country and this particular location if they do it so many, so many times. And at some point, you'll be able to figure it that, out. Like, they know, okay, Michelle is not in Russia at this particular house trying to access her account. So, no, this is not her. We're going to warn her and just validate if that is her. And she says, no, it's, it's not me. And then shut it down. And then you got to start all over again. Is there any way to just keep them, just to to not be vulnerable at all? Well, Would you just have to stay off the grid completely? Well, most companies have to change, have policies and procedures in place. They have to change their password every 90 days. So we should absolutely be doing you that. You should do that. Really? And they should not be the same passwords. I mean, yeah. So once somebody figures out one, they know they can get into all of everything that you actually have that has right. a password. I have 5,000 passwords. I'm not even kidding. I can't ever. It's hard to keep up. It's hard to and keep they have, up. And, and they I actually can't. have app- applications where you can lock your passwords. Yeah, but lo- okay, let me ask you about that real quick. Okay. I don't like the like save the key or put all your password because I feel like if that's compromised and all like should we not use those two? You know what? (laughs) There's so many different layers of protection. I don't know what to tell people to actually use. I'm constantly changing mine, but we can't. For me, I can't print out keys and have keys different places. So I try my best. I hope that. You know, I'm protecting myself by constantly changing passwords. Is that the, but it's ongoing the best, battle. That's it's the ongoing thing. battle. It all, it's ongoing what? It's an ongoing battle as far as changing passwords. Remember when you change it, which one, and try to keep following. Uh, it's, 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 it's an ongoing lot, battle. Right. Oh, is. ongoing battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Somebody just asked, what about when the computer wants into save those passwords? Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, when, say, well, the only time I would suggest save your passwords if you are only using your passwords, because guess what? But what if you lose your computer? If you lose your computer, you're, you should have a password on your computer to get into your computer. Right. But if they can if they can get into everything else, can't they get into the password to get well, into your you computer? Know, Unless right. Tom Cruise from Mission right. Impossible takes right. your computer, I think you're good. <laughs> you're right. The average person, but if it is unlocked, I'll save I see some. That I'm, I'm be perfectly honest. I probably shouldn't but i say some but it's i have three layers of protection to even get into um the company that i actually work so you just can't easily get in. in yeah you cannot easily get in okay so real quick and then we'll move off of that i just okay. find this fascinating because it's happening so often it is and it's get and, it, and it's just it's stupid stuff even like not i mean like you know some kids just playing around on tv and 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 turning tvs on and off right when you're just like how you know so okay Three things we should definitely do to protect ourselves. What do you think? I will, first of all, I would say is make sure you change your passwords every uh, ninety days. Change passwords every ninety days. At least okay. and ensure your characters are at least it's long, but they strongly rec- recommend fifteen to twenty characters in your password. Fifteen to twenty. That's what they're saying. That's what I have to do. Well, yes. I'm good because I have 39,000 in each one of my passwords, okay. so I'm clear. And if you can, <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> if you can, do not allow your children to get on your computer. Oh. Because Don't they'll make out. changes, 
and you don't even realize it. And a lot of times, the children are smarter than you. Mm. Okay. Change your passwords every 90 days. Don't let kids on your computer. And your passwords should be 15 15 to 20 20 characters. characters. And pretty complex. Not just letters. Obviously, you have to put characters. Right, everything. Yes, please. And then where should we store that information? In our heads? Well, it depends what you feel comfortable with. There's applications. Um, You can store them. You can actually store them on your phone. Of course, somebody take your phone. Um, And you can just print it out and put it up. Whatever you feel comfortable with. People remember things differently. But whatever that's best for you on how you actually be able to retrieve the information if you can't find it. Okay. I know that that's not why you're here. But trust me, you just helped a lot of people out. I mean, people are commenting. (laughs) We're getting comments in the, like, this is great. But it also is a a great segue for how, why and how you've been successful and significant at your job. And as somebody said, Carol said. For 20 years. (laughs) 20 years. She loves how you positioned it, that your corporate job is my angel investor. Yes. Yes. true. Yes, and we can see now why she's at her job (laughs) and why she's been doing a good job. I mean, she gets it. So you're welcome for all that free information. You heard it right here on According to Michelle. When we come back, now we're going to talk about how she's using that angel investment to forward her second career, because pretty soon she'll probably be all in. She's already in Macy's, y'all, already. We got Jay Lita in the house, just Jay Ware, breast cancer survivor advocate. She's an empowerer of women. She's amazing. When we come back, we're going to talk about how she not just did it, but how she's doing it. And you can too. And according to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis on Real 1100 AM, don't touch anything. We come back five o'clock since the shenanigans. Michelle. 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 All right, guys, we are back on a According to Michelle, are we? Are we back? Are we yes, back? back? That's what I say. Turn down sometimes. Are we back? Are we back? <laughs> I don't know if we're back or not. Are we? Yeah, we're back. Yeah. Are we back? Yes, we are back. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yay. Okay, I wasn't sure. We, we sounded like we were back, but we weren't back. Uh, whatever was in the pipes was back, though. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis here on 1100, real 1100 AM in Midtown Atlanta. It is 5 o'clock. That means it's time for Senseless Shenanigans. Senseless Shenanigans is brought to us today by Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. Coke has a zillion SKUs. They got as many SKUs as I got passwords. But I'm telling you what I'm thinking <laughs> right now. It's smart water. I like the smart water, and I actually really like the alkaline smart water. Did you know that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you should do is breathe? That. And then breathe in water. Water. Our bodies are made of water. And it's the first thing you should do because you're dehydrated at night. So you wake up, first thing in the morning, take a few gulps of uh, smart water. 32 ounces would be great to do. And you will be on your way. So make sure next time you need water, any kind of crazy drink, you pull for a Coke product. And when you do it, make sure you tell them that the empty doves told you to drink it. That's right. It is water. Okay. It's time for Sisla Shenanigans. What we got today, Jarrell? Shenanigans! 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 Alrighty. So, everybody in this day and age is trying to move out, get a house, you know, whether it be an apartment in their own city or an apartment across the way. Regardless, they want their own space. This guy took it to a new extreme. 
Um, Wait, where is he from? So he is from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. Have we had anything from Oklahoma? No, other than, you know, the natural disasters. Nah, nothing nothing people crazy. All so right, all right. This is a new one. Okay, I'm very excited. An Oklahoma man who was allegedly apartment hunting okay. decided he would secure his spot by sending nude pictures to the employees. Wait, of the apartment complex? Yeah, so to the realtors. Wow. Wait, why? That doesn't make any sense. Why would he do that? Apparently, it was... So unprovoked, you may say it. He airdropped every single realtor his new. <laughs> you can't even get it out without laughing. No, I'm sorry. That's it really is. Said. They all were having a meeting. I guess it's like the new building, or you know how when um apartments are done being built, mm -hmm. and I guess the realtors are just doing walkthroughs. Yeah. Everybody had their phones on them, and he's staying with his parents across the way, like in their house. So he just thought it was the time to, you know, I put in my application, so I might as well send in, you know, a little but extra why, why would he, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently he did it. He, so these were on purpose. It wasn't like a accident. Yeah, clearly. But, but he why? used an iPhone to feature <laughs> and send nude pictures of himself standing naked in front of a mirror. <laughs> exactly. Why? That don't make it. That's that's stupid exactly. and senseless. But why? How is that going to help him secure an apartment? Well, in his mind, he was thinking that he would definitely put him at the top of the list. It would get someone's attention. Okay, apparently definitely he think he did. has the package deal. I mean, yeah. What I was saying. So he okay. So I, this is going to be to your point. I'm just asking, and I'm really asking more for a friend. But I feel like it's relevant. Is he well endowed? Is he like... He's like, I'm a man. I'm not about to say... Thank no, you. I'm just saying. Thank you. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> what? Like, maybe he's thinking, all right, this thing... Well, obviously, he is, probably thinks that I'm he is. I'm killing the game. He has to. All the realtors are women. Oh, I'm about to drop... The game's killing him now, because <laughs> apparently that is illegal. He's in jail. Um, <laughs> He is. He is. He did get released on bond, but it was a two thousand dollar bond, so nothing high, nothing I guess too low, but enough to be like you need to go sit down somewhere, young man. Well, that's an all time low for him so to do that. So did he? And he admitted I did it because I felt like this would have put me at the top of the list, and they would have seen me first. He didn't even say why. He just said I did it. <laughs> like it, I, that it make that makes zero sense at all. And the the craziest, I can't even not even being funny or your name. His name is. Stajic, Stajic Helm. That's not real. It's Stajic Helm. It's not even his real name. All right, Instagram and Facebook. I'm gonna show you a picture of this guy. We we knew this is what this was. So <laughs> let, we get to start there. <laughs> yes. Those poor realtors. Instagram says, "Huh? What in the ham sandwich? Dude needs help." I was thinking oh, the same wow. thing, Michelle. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, because <laughs> the only reason you would do that is because mm. you think you got something that somebody else needs or exactly. wants. So this dude is walking around thinking like. I'm him. I am him. <laughs> this thing literally is about to get me this uh, the apartment of my dreams, which in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He did. Uh, he, got the he got the sale of his dreams. He got the sale of his dreams. I don't know what's more depressing, the fact that he went through all that and he didn't get approved and he didn't or get... just the fact that he tried it. Yeah, approved in jail. 
And it, exactly right. I bet. I bet he's is he air dropping pictures of that thing in jail. He got all kind of approval. Yeah. I know, right? They're he's dropping. He's air dropping. He's air dropping in jail. They're like now. He's like, ah, oh, that, that's not me. Now, as <laughs> that someone who me. is twenty three years old himself, I don't even. That's that's something like a thirteen or eighteen year old would do. You know, well, maybe, I was like, I don't see that being in my caliber of range. Well, maybe you're not walking around with the package, Jerome. Um, trust me, I'm walking around with something. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> Okay. Nor do I want people to see it, but also it's like, yeah, I got something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like an old Cadillac. Everybody wants one, but not everyone wants to admit that it's old. You know what I'm saying? So that's a guy thing. It's okay. Go over all your okay. Heads. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> like, I want to okay. get there so badly with you. I want to get there so badly. It makes right. it makes sense when you don't think about it. Okay. Like, I'm not all. perfect. I'm not gonna think about it. Thank you, Jarrell. That was amazing. Another senseless shenanigans brought to us by Coca-Cola. Bottling Company United. Next time you're in any store, go down the aisle and just see what they got down there. And meet me by the smart water. The black alkaline water, actually, is my favorite. And if you're not there, just send them a note and be like, Michelle Taylor Willis told me to drink this stuff. All right. Back to our guest on According to Michelle. She's like, she's laughing. How do y'all do this? <laughs> Why do y'all do she's this? She's laughing over <laughs> She's like, what is going on? We got Jess J in the house. She's in, in, uh, in cybersecurity. But when we open the show, I love the quote that she said. Her corporate job is her angel investor. And that's how she started her business, that is how she has started her nonprofit. That's what she's used to empower people and travel all over the place. She is all over the world, y'all, with this wear. I see her. I follow you on Instagram. I see you everywhere, and it's just Jay wearing. She's just smiling, her hands on her hips, showing her little stomach like. <laughs> oh, girl, little. She's I got like, work. well, <laughs> you, look, you look great. So let's talk about that because, all right, so you're from Detroit. Right. Okay, you're from Detroit. Did you, you said that you managed in management. I know you just got your MBA back in 2019. So you really have doubled down on this. I'm going to be an amazing business owner thing, right? But is that, was that always the goal? Were you going to start as an no. entrepreneur? Or did you, what did what, you think you were going to do? Well, actually, I've been an entrepreneur ever since I've been about 16, 17 years old. My How mom, often do we hear that in here? My mom's um, best friend used to sell black art, and I used to sell black art greeting cards with the same black art that she had for family and friends. So I've always done something, um, and I really enjoyed it. I, I love black art. Everybody else did, too. And then after that, I became a... Everybody said they were a stylist. I wasn't a stylist. I was an image consultant. Okay. So I was an image consultant. And how for, old were you when you started that? I was in my 20s, and I was image consulting for, at the time, I was dating an NFL player. Okay. So he is the one who inspired me, and he became my investor. He said, you'll do amazing in this. Let's get this started. And I was styling professional players and, okay. and their mothers. And, what? At 23? In my, wow. 20, my actually my late twenties. Okay. So yes. So that was fun and did wardrobe analysis. That was amazing. That was fun. So I've always had a fashion flair because of my father and my stepfathers. They used Hot to dress it. me up ever since I was a toddler. So I always love to dress. I have an eye. I can go in the store in less than a minute. I can comb it and see um, if there's something in there somebody's looking for. So that's just fun to do. And I just do that still for my family and friends. And clearly day. still for yourself. I mean, like you to always love. Thank you. I love the green suit. By the Thank way. you. Thank you very much. So from there, I joined this, um, I want to say it's a 
multi-level marketing company, basically a health and wellness company. Okay. And I was wearing this particular brand that most people wear, and everybody would ask me, where did you get it? So I got tired of saying that, and I said, I need to have my own line. So that's basically how it started. And then I said, I wanted to have a line that would address problem areas, which a lot of women that I know, and well, knew and still know, is the problem area was tummy control. So I created mm-hmm. leggings that give you that support and wanted to, want you to feel good, look good, and feel stylish, and it had side pockets. And then that's basically the birth of a Just J Wear. And then I started, I was saying Sweat Pretty. So I said, let me test it out with just saying Sweat Pretty. So I found that more people were gravitating to Sweat Pretty, which I trademarked as well. So it's a Sweat Pretty collection. And then during the pandemic, we were lounging. I said, let me have a loungewear. So I said, you know, we're going to sweat pretty by day and sleep pretty by night. Okay. So that's how both of those actually uh, came about. And then for the breast cancer awareness piece, I always have a hot pink set and um, 10% of the proceeds go to Loving Arms Cancer Outreach, and that's in Cobb County. What I like about them is that we work with them through my sorority in the chapter, is that they provide funds. They give a credit card to all their members, and it helps them with their essential needs, whether wow, they need to go right. to the doctor, grocery store, etc. But that's, I knew where the money was going. I was supporting other bigger organizations and didn't quite know, but I wanted to get a little closer to where the funds are actually going. And I just recently, as of last month, became a, a board member. Okay. What's the name of that organization? Loving Arms Cancer Outreach. Okay. Loving Arms. So that, so I love this because you really kind of had this kind of journey to getting to where you ended up with your final product. So to speak, and I know it's not over. Swim Pretty's coming. I can feel it. That's my... I, can, I can feel it, Swim Pretty. <laughs> and then my girlfriend was like, love Pretty for tennis. So I'm like, so it's like this is going <laughs> oh on. And God. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it, though. But, I, but what I really like is, and this is what I want people to pay attention to, right, is like how you birthed birth this thing kind of by, by chance, right, at first with your boyfriend and NFL, but then how you took your love of what you did and just kind of matched it with opportunity. Exactly. Right? And by the and way, I had hypertension, so I needed to get in the best shape of my life. And the, the health and wellness company I was working with, I became ambassador in that organization. What I love about it, I love things that's attached to the community. So every 10 pounds you lose, um, they donated um, basically 30 meals to to fight obesity for children. So anything that's attached to community service, I am totally for it. So that's basically how I decided I wanted to be a part of that particular organization at that time. Just J. She is I am Just J. That's J-A-I on Instagram. So let's talk about, I want to give a couple actionable steps, right? Okay. So you decide, okay, this fashion thing, I can develop my own line. I want to focus on, on leggings and problem areas. What did you do? Right. Did you say, okay? did you have somebody help you draw it out? Did you hire somebody? Did you how did you find out where to source for your leggings? Did you I mean, did you go to Alibaba? Like what did that look like? So people can can actually see what this looks like as as they're trying to do their own thing. Some I did. um, Some is U.S. I went to actually different trade shows, too. So you can go to different trade shows and you can find the vendor there. Some you can use Alibaba. Some people actually design some things. So it was a combination. When I first started, I started off with t-shirts and leggings. Okay. And um, 
and the leggings didn't match. And then biker shorts with the side pockets. Everybody fell in love with the side pockets. So when I went to Essence for the first time, I did amazing with just T-shirts and leggings. So I'm going to Essence again. I just recently was approved Yay. two days ago. I'm excited about that because I have so much more than T-shirts and leggings. So And they still right. have people that's been following me from there. But... So do you, what, so let me, I just want to, I'm sorry to yes. cut you off. So do you order them, you order in bulk and then you have them put your mark on it or what? How does that, Actually, how does that work? It depends. Okay. Right. So I order a sample. First of all, you order a sample first. Got it. And, and how I did just you put, know to do that? Just doing business, just doing business. Order a sample first. What's key is that if it's, if you're referring to clothing, understanding the fabric, right? So when I say like, my items are close to Lululemon and close to Nike. I'm being perfectly honest with you. You look at the percentage. You know what you like. You want to get close or even to that as, as possible if you want to have the same quality because mm -hmm. I have a quality product. So that's the first thing is understanding the fabric, what do you want it to look like, how you want it to feel on you, and how it's going to as far as help, help as far as sweat and you know things of that nature so then you take it once you get the sample you wash it you see how i do after you wash mm. it and then after you do that and it's still durable and it's a quality product then you go place a bulk order Got that, it. that that's the process that i use and okay. then also i have a testing crew so just because i like it don't mean everybody you else gonna like your it so <laughs> So I have a, mainly, not really my line sisters, I have personal trainers, and I have some, oh, a couple right. people that constantly buy from me all the time. They know and trust it, but just your core group, you just at least need four core group of people that's going to be honest, test it out themselves and try it, and then let you know what they think. And then there may be a couple modifications. I like this. This is too tight. They need to make this a little wider, more in the back, because we have more, you know, we're not straight. We're more so form figures, so yeah. things of that nature. So let me tell you what I heard you say. I heard you say, one, you did some research. Correct. Right? You were intentional about what you were doing. You didn't just throw stuff on the wall to see what stuck. You did research. You surrounded, you tried it out first, right? You didn't throw all your money into something. You got a sample. You tried it out first. You surrounded yourself with people that would tell you the truth. And that believe in the vision, but love you enough to make sure that they don't tell you stuff just to make you fail. Correct. You did market research, and then you made a decision. Correct. But let me, and, I also want to add, too, yeah. is every item, there's at least 30 to 40 plus conversations for an item. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of different conversations back and forth with pricing, with fabric. This, it looks like this, it looks like that. And then not only with that person, because I'm checking with other competitors. So it's five or six different people I may be talking to about one item, may have two different people send it, just kind of see what it looks like. And then the price points actually have to work for me as well. Right. I imagine there was some discussion too, like, okay, you like it, would you pay this for it? Or what would you pay for it, right? And if it's Lululemon, I mean, I wear Lululemon. And um, it ain't cheap. No. It ain't cheap. But, I mean, it's great stuff. I mean, it is. The, the stuff I've had from Lululemon, like, I'm wearing leggings from, like, eight, nine years ago. That's fine. Like, there's nothing That's wrong with it. That's amazing quality. Correct. It's crazy quality. Um, and it feels good. So, when you say to me, my quality is like Lululemon or like Nike, I'm automatically like, I got to buy her stuff. Because I like what that feels like. And the price point is probably, you know... Afford, Less. Right. Less. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And so that's automatically. So I'm thinking about people who are listening. I'm thinking about women, women out there who want Lululemon quality, don't want to pay $119 for a pair of leggings or even $89 on sale, <laughs> right? Um, that says, hey, listen, this is something I want to try. You can get a whole set really for like $75 80 max. That I am just J. Just J wear. J-U-S-T-J-A-I-W-E-A-R. Guys, make sure you check her out. Just J wear. Okay, so so you go through, you order your first batch, and how do you know where to sell? You're selling online. You get I'm you said you went to trade show. How'd you know to go to Essence? How'd you know what trade shows to go to? What'd you how'd you do all that? You have to pour into yourself. What's key is you go into you go to black enterprise conferences, you go to um you get fashion books and you and you look at and then different trade shows in that industry you have to know I've ironically I've never been to the magic show which that's I'm going this February but just getting different emails on different fashion once you start people know that you're in the fashion you're gonna get all kind of emails so I went to a trade show in Miami met a couple manufacturers in different countries and start working with them start working with them and I'm still looking to have a consistent build a relationship with a couple manufacturers um, in different countries yes I have some manufacturers in China ideally I want to be perfectly honest with you get out of China mm -hmm. so I'm still working with other and having conversations with other manufacturers so what's the because you know and I, I posted this I posted a, a, a uh, a post, I guess, this morning actually on Instagram about entrepreneurship not always being great. I know we got to take a quick a quick break here, but we but while we're going into break, talk about like the really hard part. Like I posted this morning, we lost I lost two clients in the month of May, and it hasn't been great. And you know, I'm like, but as entrepreneurs and as business owners, we keep pushing, we keep grinding. What's the what's the what's the icky part of this? What's the hard part? What what is it when you're like, I don't want to do this anymore? Like, <laughs> well, the hard part is initially when I started, I was every department. I was literally extremely exhausted, getting up three or four o'clock in the morning, having these multiple conversations, and then eight o'clock have to work, eight to five, then get back and have those different conversations and. And I, like I said, I was every department that you can actually think of. And that was extremely challenging. And then I know we'll take a, we're going to take a break, but also I'm, I was, I had a mental health crisis and I'll share more about that on break. I was, um, didn't do anything with my business for a little bit over a year and a half. So and as of February, I'm back. I'm literally starting All over. the way over. I'm starting. I still have some of my, some of well, I still have some of my customers building new customers, but literally starting over. My mom kept my Shopify going for a year and a half for really? me. Really? But there was no activity. Do you mind sharing what caused that? Well, my grandfather passed. True enough, he's he was a hundred and three. Oh wow. Um, but where's my he was my best friend. He was that entrepreneur. He owned um, apartment buildings. Um, he um, back in started, Detroit. Yes, he started Kovar Distribution. He was one of the first um, first dis distributors of the Jet 
in Ebony magazines in the city. Wow. We had a family college when we was young, so I actually looked up to him. And then my girlfriend called me on my birthday, wished me happy birthday. She went on a trip with her boyfriend for the first, her her new boyfriend, and basically got on got on the ATV and it flipped over, crushed her body. She, um, it was just so devastating that my grandmother passed. I could not recover wow. from one one tragedy after another. So as a result, I went into mental psychosis, okay. suicidal ideations. Oh. The first mental health facility I was in for 60 days, and I was trying to tell my mom it wasn't for me. The place was absolutely a horrible place. Um, and so, but after two months, my mom just listened to me. She found another place for me to go, and I went to Torn Recovery and Counseling. That place literally is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I work with five therapists, a trauma specialist, my neurologist. I work with a nurse. I work with a personal trainer, and I work with a nutritionist. They work me. They work with me from the inside out to get me out of quicksand. As a result, I decided to start my nonprofit that's called Space of Grace so you can give yourself some grace when you're going to tragedy, right? And basically, my goal is to fund several individuals to go through the 90-day program to save my life. And uh, that's that's the plan. And I'll tell you more details about an event yeah. that I had to, to launch that. Yes, we want to know about that. And first of all, Thank you. I mean, Instagram, is the comments are going crazy. Glad you're here with us today. You are loved inside out. Bless your heart. Thank you. Wow. I mean, thank you for sharing that. We are going to take a quick break and we come back because we want to make sure we help, we help fund your dream so that other people's dreams can be funded through Space of Grace. And we got to support this woman, right? She is doing God's work. She's doing humanity's work, all of that. Just Jay, I am just Jay or just Jay Ware. That's J A I on Instagram. Let's go. Let's buy her leggings. Let's buy her stuff. Let's be Jade out. When we come back, it'll be 530. Time for Ask Michelle 404 603 If you want to call and offer her any words, you can do that. But don't touch anything else except your phone to call in. We'll be right back with more according to Michelle. Michelle, check this one here for me and my all right, guys, what is up? We are back. It's 530. It's according to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM in Midtown Atlanta. It is the last day of May. It's also the last day of Mental Health Awareness Month. But that does not mean you have to stop talking about and thinking about mental health awareness. It should stay top of mind. When we went to break, our guest, founder of Just Jaywear, Jaylita Kovard, was talking to us about her mental health journey and how really, you know, therapy and therapists um, saved her life. And because of that, she started a nonprofit, The Space of Grace. It's a nonprofit to help people deal with mental health and provide financial support to the 90-day program that saved her life. She went through a 90-day program that literally she claims is the reason she's still on the earth. And she wants as many people as possible to have access to that program. And that's why she started Space of Grace. So we can, how, how do we find Space of Grace online? Spaceofgrace365.org. Spaceofgrace365.org. Can people go there and donate? Yes. You can go there and donate. It, the amount, that's what I tell people all the time. When you're donating, the amount 
doesn't matter. If 500,000 people gave a dollar, she'd have half a million dollars. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, if a thousand people gave a dollar, she'd have a thousand dollars. And guess what? That's a thousand dollars more than what she had. How much does it cost to put one person through the program? 15,000. Sorry, I got. Okay, we got. Let me redo some of my numbers. But they take benefits. So just every scenario is different. Right. Well, hopefully we got some insurance coming around here, but exactly. just in case. But if not, <laughs> if we'll not, do what I can when I can. Let's do, and that, and that's really all it's about. That's my point. It doesn't matter. Whatever you can do, spaceofgrace365.org. Go there and donate. And you just did an event, right? Didn't Let you me tell event? you about this. I, yeah. I tricked all my family and friends. Uh-oh. They thought they were. Nobody was, likes to be tricked, Jay. But they, they love this. <laughs> they thought they were coming to my Silver Star Party to celebrate me, which was 25 years of community service with Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. What they did not know when they arrived, they were the stars, not me. So it was like Hollywood. So I had stars on the floor with their names, and they were standing by the name taking pictures. It was star-studded, the pink carpet. Everything was simply amazing. I pulled everything out for them. It was absolutely a phenomenal event. Various said, various people said it was epic, and also it was a soft launch of Space of Grace. So with 150 friends coming together, donating that night, we raised $8,000. Wow. Unknowingly. Like Unknowing. they came because they thought they were celebrating yes. something else. And unknowingly, you you ha- you you had enough for half a person to go. You're exactly. right. I mean, like without even trying. Exactly. So imagine so if we tried. I'm blessed to have them in my life. And then I recognized out of 150, there were shining stars. It was 25 shining stars were instrumental in staying in contact with me for a year and a half. So I recognized them. They got star awards. And it was it was a ceremony. It was really nice. And I really couldn't speak on it. I had a video to share what each of the 25 individuals did or meant to me at that time. So it it was an amazing event. So let me ask you this, because we know, I mean, there's so many terms and words being thrown around about everything, right? DNI, DEI, mental health, BIPOC, all of these, right? What's the difference between throwing these terms out saying we got to do this, we got to do this, and then actually making a difference, like to, to impact the change? Because we know mental health is a challenge. But from you having gone through this, what do you see that people can really, really do to save people's lives? Or not even that, just to pull somebody out of depression? or to, I mean, what, what can we really do? And ironically, I'm, I'm actually glad you asked that question because during um, regional conference, my niece committed suicide. So I can't even make this up. And now I am, um, it's, it's, it's been a challenge because just talking to my family, talking to my sister and realizing I'm, she saw me. She saw what I went through. So when you see someone suffering, now you have to do everything you possibly can to help them. You might not be the resource that they can actually talk to because most of the time it's not family and friends because you feel your family and friends don't really understand. You really have to talk to a non-biased person. You really right. need to talk to the professionals because they have the tools. We think we have the tools. Sometimes we think we're stronger than we think. But if you have not experienced anything as tragic as 
uh, death or somebody that you're close to, some key people in your life that you absolutely adore, you don't know how to respond. You don't know what to do and you don't know what to think. So it's very important that the professionals come in. And then it may not be the first therapist. It may not be the second or third therapist, but you have to keep trying. You have to have someone that's there with you with you because my mom I had to move with my mom because I was by myself I was living in the vines I had to move with my mom she literally took care of me it's it depends on what level what layers of depression that you're in but you most definitely cannot do it alone so if we're if we're somebody on the outside the best we can do is just attempt to be supportive and get them in front of therapists yes get them to the professionals exactly well, listen, I, I, I understand what, you know, what you're going through. I mean, a very dear friend of mine, like my road dog committed suicide about four years ago now. And it was, it was devastating. Did you see the signs? So she had been, she had been in a hospital at one point. Um, and we kind of saw her a little in and out of depression, but we did, um, well, her friends back at, in her hometown where she was, um, had gotten her in the hospital and she was in therapy um, and she was on drugs. I mean, you know, drugs to help with their, not like meth, you know, <laughs> you know, a, a doctor. Medication for, for mental health. You. Yes. And, um, and that's a different conversation. Some is good. And- well, um, and she didn't like those because they were making her gain weight and kind of made her. That act, part, 60 but- pounds. I understand. So she didn't want to do that, and, it, you know, they made her feel funny. And, you that know, part, I, mean, and I understand. she was little bitty. Like, she was, this girl was the cutest. I mean, she was adorable. I mean, she was uh, probably 5'2". She was from Alabama and black, really cute, light-skinned, little short Halle Berry haircut, you know. We used to say she looked like a short Halle Berry. Oh. Um, cheerleader, cute as a, I mean, she was beautiful, but she was also cute, like, Great personality, just like somebody that you would never have thought, like never would have thought that they could have done something like that because she was always jovial and happy. I remember the last when the last video she posted um, on Instagram when she was doing the um, remember um, Drake's Kiki, do you love mm-hmm. me? Are you? She was doing that on a on a wheeler on a um, one of those little Segway things. Mm-hmm. And I go back sometimes and look at that video because she sent it to me. And I look at that video and I'm just looking at her like, this couldn't have been you. You know what I'm saying? It was devastating. And, And the way she did it was they said that like women rarely ever commit suicide in that way. It was very drastic. So I understand that because that was close like that was close I mean this you know we were at each other's houses we traveled together we knew our families she knew all of my mess I knew all of hers it was bad 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 and she had a daughter Mm. so I I, I, I don't I mean like this stuff is, is serious and that's why I asked the question like like what can we really do other than just be like I wish, I wish, I wish. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, for me, I think just the friends that was calling, they didn't see me for a year. They kept calling, checking on me. That made me feel good. Shanti Doss, 
I was listening to her a lot on social media. My mom wanted me to just remove myself from the phone. Um, And it's just a combination of prayers, listening to Sarah Jakes. So it's just a combination in, in church and prayer. God. So never get. So we should just stay like never just stay on you, right? Just stay on. Not you, but I mean exactly. If, if you are if, accustomed to talking to your friend once every two days and you're not talking to her anymore, then if you if you reaching out to her multiple times and she is not responding, find somebody else to respond. Go by her house, check with her parents, see what's going on, and let them know what you see. We have to pay attention to signs early. I put on a mask for so long. That's what took me so long to recover. But when I thought I was recovering, then another issue came. So I just never could recover. Mm. Well, we're glad you did. And thank thank goodness for your nonprofit. Thank you. I'm excited about it. You know, and and you are actively raising money. Are you going to hold like a, a, a an event or a gala or something like that? To- At some point, I am. But right now, the money that I actually have, I'm going to meet with the CEO of Torn Recovery and Counseling, and and that's we the are- facility where you were, yes. right? Yeah. Where yes. is that? That's in Ackworth. Okay, so it is in the Atlanta area. It, it okay. yes, it's in Ackworth. Torn Recovery and Counseling. So, and they do accept um, medical, you know, insurance. So I'm going to meet with them, and I want to get someone through the program Wow! within the right. next uh, 60 days. That's we got to help you do it. So let me, I want to read a quote to you. The main purpose of my life was to motivate and empower women in their journey. Do you remember saying that? Yes. Why is that your main purpose? Because I feel after what I've seen and actually what I've been through, I want to help as many women as I can. It's a lot that we actually deal with, even when inside the home and then outside the home. So just let them know that they are loved, that they do have a support system inside the home and outside the home, and they are able, they have the strength to chase their passion and do what they want to do, do what their heart desires, because we're only going to do this one time. So while you're here, do the things you enjoy to do. And like Bob Marley said, live the life you love and love the life you live, because this is this is the, the life that you actually have. This is the life that you chose. So you create that roadmap on how you want to do it. What does empower mean to you? Empower means giving, having strength, having endurance, um, and then having a support system to actually lift you up when you fall. We all gonna have peaks and valleys, but it's the point of bouncing back. If you're in a situation where you're depressed for more than a week, then you need to seek help. But if you are depressed and you can get through it, you have the tools to get through it, you can empower yourself to get through it, build yourself up and you don't need anybody else to build you up uh, most of the time, then you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And just having dignity dignity, and have the strength that to know that every day is not going to be perfect. Every day is not going to be an amazing day. But just know that what your goal is, your the, the day that you're in is going to be better than the day before. Let me say this real quick as we go to break. Um, when I asked you about empowerment, you said... Empower means to you strength and endurance. 
And I think it's interesting that you use those two words because when you exercise, you're building strength and endurance. And you created an exercise line. You know what? I didn't even think about that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. It's full circle. It's full circle. And then at the mental health facility, they work you from the inside out. I worked out uh, three days, uh, three days a week, to get the strength and endurance. Wow. Mind, body, and soul. Mind, body, and soul. Exactly. Absolutely. All right, we got to take our last break. I know it goes fast, right? This is (laughs) like the fastest two hours ever. We got to take a quick break. We're gonna come back and talk about what you got coming. What you got coming on the next go round? Sweat pretty and swim pretty. I'm gonna give you that. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna let you have. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna let you have swim pretty. I'm not even gonna charge you for it. Okay. I just want the first bikini that comes out. That's all I want, guys. You're listening to According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. We've got Just Jay in the house, entrepreneur, Ooh. philanthropist, founder, activist. All the things. When we come back, we're going to wrap this thing up. I don't want to let you go. Don't touch anything. We'll be right back with more Michelle Taylor Willis on the backside of this break. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my teacher. All right, guys. It is literally time to go, and I can't believe it. Like, two hours flies by on According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis, especially when we have amazing guests. Like Jay, she has, I mean, I told, didn't I tell you guys at the top of the show? Didn't I tell you? I said, you're going to be inspired. You're going to be motivated and it's going to be actionable. Like we're going to give you things to do. Like when you leave, you're going to be like, I'm going to do this. And you only need how many things? Just one, just one thing. That's it. She gave you like 500. She, first of all, she gave you from that cybersecurity space. <laughs> she gave you all the stuff you needed to know to get your affairs in order with these passwords and not having people tracking you. Um, but I mean, what a story. What a what a person. What a human. What a heart. What a spirit. Thank you. All of these things you are um, magical. Mm, thank you. Real quick, your cousin is a breast cancer survivor. Correct. Jelona. Jelona. And so you donate to breast cancer organizations. You mentioned Loving Arms Cancer Outreach. Correct. So how do you do that? Just like part of the proceeds from what you sell and just Part of the proceeds for the specific line. I have I always have a breast cancer awareness line. Every year I have a new line. Ah. Specifically to that line. So that line 10%. gets 10, 10% goes to Loving Arms. Yes. <sighs> wow. All right, so we got to help you raise at least $15,000 because we got to get at least one person through this program. Tell us again the website, where to go. Spaceofgrace365.org. Space of Grace. All right, and that will get somebody through the 90-day program that Jay went through that saved her life. Yes, and you can also follow us on Instagram, spaceofgrace365. All right, Um, and then just Jay. J-A-I, guys. Just J-Wear. That's J-U-S-T-J-A-I-W-E-A-R. Go there 
and buy her stuff. I'm going to buy some stuff. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna start mixing it in to my Lululemon now. If it if it doesn't feel as good as Lululemon, but it's still good, I'm gonna still wear it because I'm supporting you. Oh, it's good, babe. I'm supporting you, but we gotta go. Make sure you go and check out her brand. And then you got can sweat I tell pretty coming? Yes, you got the brown the bag. That's okay. You're yeah. Go Let me for tell you about it. the yeah. events. Talk to us. June 6th is golf day. I'm doing golf day in Georgia, a sweat pretty clinic. So make sure you go to just J wear. Well, go to Instagram and go to just J wear and you can sign up and it's going to be absolutely amazing. We'll have a golf clinic. We'll have or nine holes. We'll even have a, a honoring some award winners from a Georgia golf day so we're super duper excited about that and it's going to be at Eagles Landing June 6th from 1 to 4 make sure you get your tickets they are going fast so I'm excited about that June 11th I'm also having a yoga session I'm partnering with Weather Be Worn at Pittsburgh Yard make sure you check us out there and just share where to get that information and then june 27th through july 3rd i will be at the essence festival super excited about that Ooh, particular so opportunity excited. just got everything approved i'll let you know if you follow me the booth so i have quite a few things going on in addition to that in about three weeks, I'll be in the Sister Boutique at Atlantic Station. Super excited about that opportunity. And then I'm currently in design phase in the Galleria. So your girl out here working and sweating pretty in the city. You really are. <laughs> yes, yes. No, you really are. And like I said, I follow you, so I see you, right? I'm, Thank you. I mean, you're over overseas and in front of hotels taking pictures. Like, hi, look at me and just shame <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that pink. I feel like it looks so good on me. Okay, I, I know what you want. Okay. <laughs> I love the pink stuff. Okay, perfect. Listen, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for everything that you're doing. We are glad you're here. Instagram was lighting up with comments in support of you. Somebody just said, I support you now. I mean, everybody is. Oh, thank you. You know, we're all rooting for you. Thank you. So thank you. You can't I go anywhere. It. There's a reason you're here. Somebody's purpose is going to be fulfilled because you're fulfilling yours. Thank you. Right? And so we're just thankful that you're here. And thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank I can't you. wait to see Me too. what you got coming next. Thank you. Oh, one last thing. Anyone who purchases now, you can use the code THANKS15 to get 15% off. Ooh, THANKS15. Courtesy of Michelle Show. You're welcome. Nobody is ever going to. People never use the codes. They, THANKS15. They'll buy, they'll buy it and they'll be like, oh, I didn't use it. I forgot what it was. THANKS15. I'm going to put it in the comments. All right. Guys, thanks again for tuning in to uh, Michelle. Uh, to, according to Michelle, I mean, every week I'm telling y'all. And I start the show every week. And I'm like, y'all, this show is going to be dope. And if you pay attention and apply the knowledge your life will be changed that's all you got to do is apply it action 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 dreaming hoping faith all of that is great but if you ain't doing nothing you ain't doing nothing every wednesday from four to six i am right here on real 1100 a.m you can catch us on the iheart app you can catch us on tune in if you miss it you can be a part of team replay search according to michelle podcast i'm everywhere Literally. And then you can just always Google me, Michelle Taylor Willis. I'm at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. And this Friday from 6 to 10, I will be in the city of South Fulton hosting the Taste of Sofu, which happens 
all spring and all summer long. We're going to be at the Southwest Art Center from 6 to 10. We've got Norris Gorganius um, performing. We've got the city's taste off. People are bringing food and somebody's going to win. we got celebrity judges that are going to be there. Goshay Hawkins is one of our judges. Um, Summer Jackson, a local media personality. It's going to be great. So you can see me there and I want to see you there. But right now, I am out. <laughs>